Welcome home to the sanctuary, a place of rest for the broken and weary, where you can let go, cause you're fully known by forever, daddy. Oh, how we love you so. I know it's time to feel Thank you for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joys of a relationship with the Creator. I'm just excited to see a lot of Puerto Ricans here and not down in the city someplace. Amen? Amen. Because we may be Puerto Ricans, but we, but we serve the king before we serve the country. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Some of you had me worried this morning. Amen. Listen, this morning is going to be something totally special for you. This morning, you're going to get a, a, a definite, you're going to be part of something history in the making. See, because we believe at the sanctuary in, in raising up and in releasing. All right? And so, so I, I believe in, in raising up sons and in releasing sons. And so today, I, I, I have great pleasure to release this pulpit today. To, to someone, some of you, you know, his birth certificate says Miguel. Some of you call him Merc. Others, others call him Mercules. I call him Ejo. And, and, and we're all about releasing sons. And so I just want to please, please welcome Miguel Alvarez. Yeah. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, God. We just release a double anointing, a double portion, Lord God. Father, on the listener, on the speaker, God, on your word, we thank you. Your word is already anointed. Father, release it. Let it do what it was intended to do in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. It is truly one of the greatest honors for me to stand up here with one of the greatest spiritual fathers in my life and many of your lives right now. And so this is truly uh, something special for myself. I want to begin with a song, if you can play that track. Here we go. Father. There's so much pain in my soul And Lord God, I'm making it known See, I'm a leader, this baby is grown But I'm still feeling the pain, I'm alone I gotta walk by faith in my home I know that you're my foundational stone The dead denominational bones Producing dead generational clones I gotta walk by faith, not feelings Feel like my prayer is hitting the ceiling Those I truly trusted are squealing Lord, can you please bring healing? Whisper speaking words to smother me. Why can't they approach me lovingly? I'm here to serve you, Lord, so cover me. 
I choose the weapon of love, it's lovely. Fully known in love, we break religion. But still abide in the vine, they make incisions. God builds an atmosphere of love and break the vision, provision, precision, provisions of love. Abide in me in unity. Reside in me and you will see. Abide in me and you will see immunity, opportunity. Just be true to me, I'm healer. Abide in me in unity. Reside in me in purity. Abide in me and you will see immunity, opportunity. Just be true to me, Lord. If I truly abide in the vein, the life of your blood for my pain, the only way that I can reign and remain, Lord, thanks for really making it plain. See, we can break curses in every chain, but don't abide in the vine, it's in vain. Cause in the vine, our life we maintain. In the vine, is power to abstain. Without abiding, my eyes keep on the train. Without abiding, I preach, but don't attain. Without abiding, it's a work of my brain. Without the bottom, we explain, but sin remains. But when we abide and lay aside pride, it's grace. No more I tried, but I died. No more outside, but inside. A holy pride will arise. It's worldwide. Come on. Abide in me in unity. Reside in me in purity. Abide in me and you will see immunity. Opportunity. Just be true to me. I'm healer. Abide in me in unity. Reside in me in purity. Abide in me and you will see immunity, opportunity, just be true to me, I'm healer. Glory. Let's give God some glory. Praise the Lord God. Praise the Lord God. So what moves us from the place where we are supposed to be? From abiding into God and outside of God. When I was in the shower this morning, the Lord spoke to me, he said... Man is not moved by things, but the way he perceives them. Man, or woman, is not moved by our circumstances and situations, but only we are moved because of the way we see or perceive our circumstances and situations. See, the thing is, it has to be a work of our mind, our brain. The Word of God declares, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may, may be able to prove what is the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So the thing is, is what is moving me that I still believe? You see, Satan, this is his plot and plan. What he desires to do or what he continues to do is that he tries to build true lies. True lies. And what we are doing today in the message of this, of this sermon is exposing true lies. So what are true lies? What are true lies? True lies is a false reality. A false reality. In our day and time, we got virtual reality. We got reality shows. The real world. How many, how many know Satan is the god of this world? I mean, the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But Satan is the god of this world. What I mean by that is this world system. This whole flow, this whole stream, and this whole system that's corrupted and contrary to the word of God. And so what Satan tries to do is control us by this world system. He tries to build in us belief systems. He tries to build in us these things that we believe in order to control our lives. Because once we set our mind and belief system towards these things, then we empower him to bring these things into our lives. You guys follow me so far? Now the thing is this, right? 
The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if he can get you to think that, ah, oh, man, I'm not, I can't do that. I mean, I, I, I know God is calling me to do that, but I, I just can't see myself doing that. See, the enemy is using fear. He's using an uh, inferiority complex. He's using uh, uh, things to, of that nature to keep you out of the gifting of God, the purpose of God, the calling of God. But in this day, we're going to expose and break true lies, a false reality that Satan is bringing into the life of people. Because many of us are called for destiny. Many of us are called into purpose, but there's a roadblock in front of us. I had a dream one time that I was in a room and it was nothing but pictures of my family, nothing but pictures of things. And I was looking and I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I started to walk up the steps and I seen someone. I said, wait a minute, this is my inheritance. And all of a sudden that person started to shine with a light. You know, that, you know back in the days there was like an exorcist and stuff like that. She, she went, ah, and the light started to shine, which the Bible does declare that Satan is an angel, a false angel of light, in other words. So when I went up there and I seen that, ah, I knew that there was a warfare. God was trying to bring me into an inheritance, but there was a block right there that was trying to forbid me. Now, what are false lights and false things sometimes? Could be religion. Could be us trying to do what God wants to do. But also the word says that two can't walk together lest they be agreed. In Amos 3.3, 3, two can't walk together lest they be agreed. That's why the word of God says that take, your, take up your cross and follow me. I can only follow him when I agree with him. That's why the sheep hear my voice and they follow. When I hear his voice, I know it. I follow him. I agree with his word because I hear his word. His word is truth. So now, what is making me move from my place of abiding into another place is because somewhere, maybe I'm not conscious of it, somewhere in my belief system, there is something that I agree with that continues to pull me away. And many of us, we don't know. You're saying, you know, I'm in school, but when I get around crowds and, you know, I feel, I feel kind of like a social anxiety or I feel, I feel like, you know, I don't belong here or I feel like, you know, so afraid sometimes. Well, I can explain to you sometimes in this manner, right? In, in Pontius Pilate's life, Pontius Pilate, he went up to Jesus. They delivered him to Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate said, what is truth? What is truth? Before that, Jesus says, everybody who hears truth hears my words. Jesus, Pontius Pilate said, what is truth? He walked away into the crowd the crowd and man-pleasing was his reality. Sometimes we facing the truth in front of us, but sometimes we fear man and we got an experience with man or we fear the rejection of man that that pulls us so we can be not a one-fiver, but be in the crowd, but not out of the crowd. So Pontius Pilate... He pushed Jesus away. He said, no, you go to, you go to Herod. That's your, that's your jurisdiction. Go to Herod. And sometimes us as believers, we push the truth away because sometimes we don't want to deal with the responsibility of doing what God asks. But the secret is what he calls you to do, he himself does it through you. But Jesus came right back into his neighborhood so he had to face the truth again. And so he's like, you know, well, um, all right, I got to deal with this truth. I got to deal with this truth. And you know, the Bible, Bible also says in Thessalonians is that 
They love not the truth. So they had a delusion that they may believe a lie because they had pleasure in unrighteousness rather than the truth. So it's in vain for us to continue to walk, go to Bible school, be involved in ministry, and do the things that we want to do when we love unrighteousness and still got idols on our shelves and our hearts and we think that we can move forward in God, we in a delusion. So we tearing these things down. We tearing the idols down. So what happens now is that Pilate, right? He says, I got to crucify this guy. His wife comes along. I had a dream. Don't do this and don't do that. Don't, don't have nothing to do with this man. Pilate ignore the advice of his wife in order to be a successful man pleaser. And he went forward and because of the multitude, it says in Mark 15, 15, because of the multitude was crying out, he said, all right, I'll release Barabbas and I'll give you Jesus. And he started joking with Harad and everything. Ah, ah, ah. Sometimes when we around people and our friends and they, oh, what's up with that church stuff? Hey, I know, you know. That, uh, false reality. False reality. The truth was in front of him to be able to change him and to show him how to be a true leader, a true man of God. But what he did, what he did was he chose the common. He ignored his wife. Sometimes our wives and our husbands say, babe, you know, you need to do this or do that because, you know, they're coming from a true heart, a place of safety. But because we got idols in our hearts, because we got a false reality, we think we got to hang out on the block. We think we got to hang out with the girls because we're trying to be a successful man pleaser. But the truth is crying out. The truth is crying out. Pilate... When they said, Jesus is claiming to be king. We only got one king but Caesar. Pilate said, uh-oh. That's my boss. When we're walking in our job place, when we're doing things that our boss is calling us to do, sometimes we get off track from abiding and we say, you know what, I got to please my boss. I got to make sure I do what I have to do. Even if the boss says, tell him that I'm not here and causes you to lie, what do you think that is? You're coming from your place of abiding. Abiding means to dwell. Abiding means to live. In him we live, we move, and we have our being. Once we step out of the will of God, how do you expect the snakes that are around us not to bite us? Just like Moses, when the people of Israel were being judged by the snake, and they made that pole with the snake around it, and the only way that they were able to come through that was to keep their eyes on it. The only way you're going to be able to come through things if you keep your eyes on the truth, if you keep your eyes focused and agree and abide in Christ, is the only way that we're going to be able to go forward. Because sometimes when we put our mind on what we feel, we empower what we feel. When we focus... On certain things, we reflect those certain things. What we behold, we become. Oh man, I don't know why I keep doing that. I have, I have a weakness. No, you have sin. 
And we need to address it for what it is because the truth is the only thing that's going to make you free. Not yourself, not you fasting 40 days and 40 nights, not you reading the, the Bible three chapters in the night before you go to bed. Those things are good in their context, but it's the truth of the word that makes us free. False realities. Virtual realities. We got kids playing virtual games and all that stuff, coming out and spraying up high schools because they feel rejected by somebody. When somebody should have just approached them in the love of God. How will you know that you are my disciples if you love one another? We too busy in the back row fighting and, 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 and fussing about nonsense when there's a lost world and a dying world out there. When our cousins and our families and our aunts are sick on the sick bed and, and they're struggling and they're, they're diving into ungodly things. And we too busy talking when we should be intercession. Truth should be our reality. You see, if the enemy tries to build this false reality, and how many uh, saw the Truman story, the Truman uh, movie, Truman story? It's about a guy, all his life, he had he had lived in a bubble, kind of a thing, right? And when he lived in this bubble, it was it was like, you know, everything was staged. From a baby till he was a man, everything was staged. His wife, everything were actors. It's like he lived in a prison, not knowing he was in prison. Nobody ain't get that. He lived in a prison, not knowing he was in a prison. And what happened was, along the way, he had a producer always trying to set up things that he wouldn't escape that prison. The producer to me is like Satan. He sets up false realities, roadblocks, fires, circumstances, so that we wouldn't be able to break out and step out in faith. Like Peter, step out of our boat. See, the thing is, is that when we continue to focus on things that Satan puts in front of us, like the Bible says, two walk together lest they be agreed. That word agreed means married, a union. When we uh, have a union and we... We, we go on the arm with Satan. We go on the arm with him and we continue to walk and say, you know what? Yeah, I know, I know this is wrong, but you know, I just, the, the spirit is willing, but my flesh is just weak. Delusion. I mean, the thing is this. To be honest with you, sometimes we're, in, we're stuck in pits and situations that, you know, we're not conscious of. You know, we don't, it's just the way we grew up. It's just the way we learn how to live life. I'll give you one for me. I was, I was four years old when depression because of rejection started manifesting in my life. I lost all my hair. I, I kind of look like I do now. I had lost all of this. The depression and the oppression hit me. I had to go to counseling at four years old because of the things that I was seeing years down the line from a child. My father was abusing my mother. My father was never there. My father was somebody that I wanted to be in my life, you know? And looking back at that time, that rejection in those, in those situations hurt me so bad that it began, that was something that Satan used to begin to build my reality. Now, I started growing up wanting acceptance. I remember smiling at people's faces <laughs> so they could smile back because when I, I see somebody smile at me, it makes me feel like they, they, they love me, like they like me. 
So he started to form a character in me because of rejection. And so I like, I, I smiled, I wanted acceptance, I wanted love, I would, I, would, I would fake situations, fake sickness, fake problems so my sister and my mother could just love me. My mother, and, and my father wasn't there, but my mother had to work and so on, and you know, she, she did the best that she could, but I was always called stupid. You know, you stupid. You stupid. And I, and I, I just got so fed up with that, I said, you know what, I, I, I'm stupid. And even as a grown-up, I said, God, am I stupid? He said, no, stupor. I said, stupor? What is that? In other words, I allowed the enemy to create a false reality even in my own mind, sort of like a hovel, a place where I go to dwell to escape. And many of us right now, like a false reality, we got our own things on. We got our own hovels in our own mind, places where we go to escape, places even that we go for comfort, sins that we go for comfort. When the Holy Spirit was sent so that he can be our comforter, we dive into the things that we feel is our reality to us that can really comfort us, but it's a false reality. I, I had this, this, this thing like daydreaming all the time, like just imagining myself before the people all the time. Like, wow, I, I like fighting. You know what? I, I, I'm before the people. If I fight this way and, and I knock this guy out, they, they'll like it and they'll praise me. You know what? Let's go knock somebody out. Because I like the praise of man. I was, I was down with all that stuff from a child. And, you know, that's the mentality of, of a thug sometimes. Like Tupac said, I couldn't find a, a place to rest till I found that thug life planted on my chest. And, I, and, and when I had found that thug type of a life, I dived into it. Because people are like, oh, you crazy, you crazy. Because sometimes when you're in rejection, you take the gifts that God gives you. And Satan wants you to use it for his glory. So I started taking these things and doing all these crazy things and, and, and in my mind I continued to imagine people before me all the time. It was not something that I wasn't doing in my mind that people wasn't there. And when I started coming to church, I started raising my hands thinking like, wait a minute, I don't, you know, bound by the fear of man. Bound by the fear of man. Not fearing them like, yo, what's up, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? No, it wasn't like that. It was like, I wanted acceptance and love from people. I wanted, I wanted so much. I wanted to be a part of something. And because of that drive, because of that false reality in my mind, because of that belief system, the enemy controlled me because I empowered him and brought me into a relationship and brought me into thug life and brought me into things that were ungodly that I even went to jail for attempt murder. And now... I'm stuck in these situations and I don't know how to get out and I'm you know and, and many of us we don't know how to get out but the truth is making us free even when I'm speaking so I would young in Christ I came into Christ with these belief systems under the surface oh yeah yeah it's not knocking people out or nothing like that now you know what I gotta do they like knowledge they like wisdom let me study this let me spit this wisdom to them and get some praise. Let me spit this gift of rapping to them to get my praise. And it wasn't about the praise and glory and honor that came from God. It was the praise and glory and honor that came from man. And in John, it says in John 5.44, it said, How can you believe knowing that you seek the praise and glory and honor that comes from man? 
And then in Proverbs 20, 25, verse 23, it says, The fear of man brings a snare. The snare is to our faith. We can't really step into a mature and a, and a growing relationship with God with the fear of man. So I would use, I would, it was like I would take things from God and, and, and prostitute it for my own glory. Religion. It was about me. And if you're bound by the approval of man, you'll never get the, way, the things that you need to get. Rejection puts the control of your life in somebody else's hands. And so I was stuck in these areas and having social anxieties. And every time that I would look at somebody and try to talk with them, the enemy is, you stupid, you stupid, you stupid, you stupid. All of a sudden, I start getting anxiety. Once I focus on what the enemy's saying, I empower him, and then I start acting stupid. I start, you know, I'm acting like Moses, you know what I mean? So I stuttering and all of that stuff. You know? Like Pontius Pilate before his, uh, before his boss Caesar, you know, he, he, he didn't want to fall into the judgment of Caesar, you know what I mean? And sometimes, like us and our boss, fall into crazy anxiety attacks and our jobs and stuff like that trying to please man like I said before we got to make sure that we station ourselves in the love of God and so the thing is is that it wasn't a conscious thing that I was doing it was something that was subconscious it was like it was a part of my belief system but then the word started saying here we go let's walk through this I love you no 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 don't look back don't look back let's 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 go forward I love you and when I began to understand and get to know the love of God unconditionally because I never had a father and I would always try to please things and, and make a name for myself but when I get in God I say you know what I gotta I gotta I gotta go forward you know what I mean because sometimes in the world we got ambitions and when we come to Christ we transfer a selfish ambitions in Christ but it's not about us it's about building the kingdom of God so all these selfish ambitions were transferred and all of a sudden I was like yeah yeah I gotta do this I gotta do that but actually what that did was create a religious person religion is not just walking around like a Pharisee you know I'm better than you religion is just you trying to do also what God is calling you to do by your own strength but the truth is going to break a false reality the only thing that breaks deception is truth and when the smoke clears the only thing that's going to be standing is the truth you're holding on to. Praise God. Now, one thing that I remember was I was watching uh, a, a lady from my job had sent me a clip. And it was a lady. She, you know, she was having brain surgery. They opened up her brain. I think it was on Channel 5. Channel 5 News. They opened up her brain. And when they went to take the tumor out, it wasn't a tumor. It was a worm. So they pulled the worm out. And God said, you see, that's just like the people of God. The worm is their belief systems. But I want to make an incision in their belief system with my word. So that my word can pull out those worms and restore my people. So the Bible says the word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword. So we have to allow that double-edged sword and confront the word of God and the things that God is saying about ourselves. 
You see, I remember there's, a, there's an author named Watchman Nee. He was sick. He was going through mad stuff. He had fever. He felt like he was going to die. And what happened was, was that he prayed to the Lord. He said, Lord, I'm sick. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm dealing. I'm struggling. What's going on? I know I need healing. I need you to heal me. And God said, I'm going to heal you. So he said, good, good, good. Next thing you know, he didn't feel the healing at all. He didn't feel better. Actually, his fever got worse. What happened was, what did he do? He, he went back to the Lord to complain, but the Lord said, whoa, my word is truth. He said, my word is truth. So watch when he began to dwell on that for a minute, and he said, wait a minute. If your word is truth, then what I'm feeling has to be, in other words, a false reality. This sickness is not true. These things that I'm going through in my life is the work of the devil. And he resisted the enemy in Jesus' name. And he started to resist the sickness and the fever. And then he went to bed. He woke up. And he was healed. And so a lot of the times we're saying, God, I'm going through a cycle. I'm going through things after things after things. I don't know why I continue to go through these things. But God is saying to you, my word is truth. It's not God's fault. It's nobody's fault. But it's sometimes the things that we call reality. We have to allow the, the word to cut. And we have to lay before God and say, God, what is it in me? What is it in me that keeps causing me to turn this way? What is it in me that keeps pushing me into this sin? What is it in me that I keep thriving and desiring to touch these things in my life? I'm touching the unclean thing, Father. But sometimes we step back and we just say, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not meant for me. I mean, maybe I'm just not like them. I mean, I'm not as strong as them. Even up here, there was a struggle for me to get up here. But the Bible says, my grace is made perfect in your weakness. My grace is made perfect in your weakness. Because when you're weak, then I'm strong. So Paul said, wow, I'd rather rejoice than when I'm weak, when I go through tribulations, trials, and persecutions. But how come we can't have a mentality like that? Because we see the trials like the children of Israel saw their trials. When God was pulling them out of Egypt, oh, this is so hard, why there's no bread? I don't understand, man, I don't understand. There's no bread, I can't pay. I can't pay for my bill, there's no bread. You know? I don't understand, where's the water, Moses? Where's the water? God was trying to pull them. He pulled them out of Egypt, but Egypt was still in them. He was trying to pull the Egypt out of them by continuing to display himself, his word, and the truth to break their false reality. But they continue 40 years around the wilderness because they continue to believe a lie. Joshua and Caleb preached the truth. They preached the fact. And certain things may be a fact what we're dealing with in our lives, but what we can do is superimpose and put the truth over the, over the situation, and that will flush it away. It has to accommodate the truth, because the truth will never fail.
Now I got some glasses here. My virtual reality. It's my wife's. Now for the ladies, what's your reality? Do you chase your desires in a man because you don't want to be rejected at the expense for your kids being rejected? False reality. I got the dude, I got the dude glasses now. Homeboys. Because of the rejection that we had no father, we dive into a thug life and raise up another generation with the same mentality, a cycle of rejection. Like Cain, when Cain was rejected by God because things didn't go his way, when things don't go our way, when we don't get what we want from God, do we slander and murder the reputation of our brothers? Again, ladies. Have you been hurt so bad in relationships that nobody can get by your walls? And now everybody got to feel the sting of your rejection. Why are we looking through glasses like this? False realities. False realities. And I just want to, I just want to say that even in my life, when I responded, even towards my wife or towards people, it was rejection's response. Sometimes in our marriages and in, in, in our relationships, when we feel that things don't go our way, all, the, all, the, all of a sudden it's like, see these glasses act like a filter. They filter the sun. When you deal with roots of rejection and so forth like that, the words that come through are filtered through that rejection and all of a sudden we see them as us, them, they rejecting us. No, 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 you, 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 can't, you can't tell me that I got to stop this or that. No, 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 you can't tell me that you love me and then, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you tell me that. You know what, you're not my friend no more. You're not my friend no more. Walls of rejection. We, that's that little child in us responding. Every time we move and we speak and we act in a behavior when we know that it's from our childhood, that's the child in us responding. God wants to deliver us from the children in us. I got, I got a perfect thing that can explain that too. Is that video ready? My response because of rejection was always depression when I was a child, losing my hair. But as I got older, you try to reject me, it, it, it could have been a problem. Because it turned from depression it turns to anger. And sometimes, you know, you don't know these things and, you, and you're trying to sweep the surface of things when the root is so much more deeper. Because even rejection, the thing as we get older, 
The thing is, is that it survives on the ground of selfishness. It survives on the ground of selfishness. And the love of God is the only thing that is able to deliver us from things like that. See, we can cast out a devil and the devil will come right back because we still have that false reality. It's the truth that makes us free. We have to preach the, the, the straight truth so that truth can cut. And sometimes people are not ready for your truth. You can't pour on your truth to somebody else because they're not at that level. They're de they still dealing with right here. So sometimes us as people, we pour, you know, in our husbands or our relationships and our friends, yo, you got to stop this and you got to stop that and you got to stop this. That's not their grade or level. All we're doing is adding on to their shoulders. So we need discernment and we need time to understand what the will of the Lord is when it comes to releasing the truth to certain people. It's ready? Okay. Cry for the little boy. Lost and all alone. Who will cry for the little boy? Abandoned without his own. Who will cry for the little boy? He cried himself to sleep. Who will cry for the little boy? Who he never had for keeps. Who will cry for the little boy? Who walked the burning sand. Who will cry for the little boy? The boy inside the man. Who will cry for the little boy? Who knew well hurt and pain? Who will cry for the little boy? Who died and died again? Who will cry for the little boy? A good boy he tried to be. Who will cry for the little boy? Who cries inside of me? Who will cry for the little boy, Antoine? I will. That's good. <clears throat> I always do. We got. We got the child in us crying out. We got many of us been through circumstances and situations that are horrible. Rapes and abuse and we don't know why we're so tough sometimes. It's because we're responding from that false reality. We're new creatures now in Christ. God is raising up a, a, a generation to shake the world. But we need to break free of the child in us. The child that gets anxious. The child that wants love. The child in us who cries out for acceptance. But Satan uses all, all those things to steer us into a direction that is full of destruction. So I want to challenge you guys today. Are you guys ready to take off? the false reality are you guys ready like Paul the apostle who was bound by religion it was he was allowing the people of God to be slain but when the light of the truth had touched him and said I am Jesus whom you persecuted the scales fell off of his eyes and he never went back to do what he used to do you guys want to stop falling into the same thing and don't go back to doing what we used to do? Let's let that truth penetrate and let's deal with the child in us and let's take off our false reality and face the truth. All right. So, right now, I don't know if there's some music. Or, yeah? Some music. I want to dance. 
So right now, the truth of the matter is God loves you. It's not what you do, what you can't do. God loves you. Unconditionally, he loves you. Unconditionally, he'll walk through it with you. And we have to embrace that love of God now. Like he said to Jesus, my beloved son, who I'm well pleased. Listen to him. God is speaking right now. I love you. I'm calling you for a purpose. Forget those things which are behind and press forward to those things which are ahead in Christ Jesus. The high calling in Christ Jesus. It could be painful. It could be hard. But we got to get the worm out of our mentality. Rejection spirit can't rule my mind no more. Fear can't rule my mind no more. The spirit of Christ needs to rule my mind. I'm tired of having my mother's mind. I'm tired of having my father's mind. I'm tired of having the mind of 50 Cent in videos. I'm tired of having the mind of the block. I'm tired of having the mind of the doctors. I'm tired of having the mind of people who say that I'm stupid and I don't deserve anything. That makes me feel inferiority complexes. I'm headed for compromise because we continue to deal with these things and face these things and give these things power by focusing on them. But God said, if you can believe me for, your, for my mind, you can have it. If you believe me for the mind of Christ, then it's yours. For the promises of God say, in him are yes and amen. The promises of God are the inheritance of the people of God. The children of Israel were stepping into their promised land, but we step into the land of God's promises. Who's ready to step into the land of God's promises? Let the truth of God cut the minds off. Let the minds be cut off. Praise God. Praise God. If you guys, if any of these things touch home, and you guys are dealing with certain things, truth hits certain situation behavior patterns that we're dealing with let's lay the mind down let's take the reality glasses off which is a false reality and because we need to break these true lies of the enemy so come forward if you need let's worship through it we're gonna pray through it we're gonna break it anxiety got to be broken fear got to be broken rejection got to be broken I don't care what you think of me. You can't reject me. Because God said, you, I am his beloved son. If you reject me, you reject God. And God can't be rejected. You're going to come back and you're going to apologize to me. Watch this. Watch this, brother. Watch this. We're exposing the lies, right? And, and, and some of us have on this reality, man. And you have on these, these, these realities. And, and, and we're just trying to expose them, right? And we're trying to take... Merck is saying, take these things off. But then watch this. These are corrective lenses. Amen? The, you wear people wear glasses because they're corrective lenses, and so see we, we can't we can't just take off the the mask. Now we gotta put on the corrective lenses 
so that we can see correctly. And the truth is, you are more than a conqueror. The truth is, you are wonderfully and fearfully made. The truth is, you are awesome. You are a child of God. You are more, more, more than a conqueror. The truth is, you're not a failure. The truth is, you're not stupid. The truth is, you, 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 you're not destined to do the same stupid things again and again and again. The truth is, I am a new way. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old things are past. The new things have come. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Pray, pray for them, pray for them, pray for them. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ right now, their realities we pierce with the truth of your word. And right yeah. now their atmosphere and wherever they go, that dark cloud that follows them. We command those things in the name of yes. Jesus Christ yes. Yes. to be broken off of them now. Yes. Because these things got to obey the truth. Yes. The yes. truth makes them free. So Father, right now, oh Lord God, we release over your people yes. the cloud yes. of your love. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let yes, it drop, Lord. Father God. Yes, Lord. Let yes, it drop, Father God. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Let it drop, Father Jesus. God. Jesus. Peace. Jesus. Over your people now. Yeah. For we have been burdened and heavy laden, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Because we've been wrestling these things all our lives. Well, Father God, you said cast the care on you because you care. So right now we're casting out issues our glasses our idols yes. by your feet yes lord and yes. i declare over the people of god now in jesus name that i shall god says i shall come to you with dreams and visions visions of the truth i shall cut like a sword the very things that you have been dealing with to me for your freedom says the Lord for in me there is no failure but I shall visit you even in your night seasons and I shall give you dreams and I shall pour visions and prophecies on you because I am going to be raising up my people to be the world changers of this generation believe me for my mind the word of God is my mind. We break every slothful spirit and every spirit of laziness right, in Jesus' right. name right. to strive and get into the presence yes. and the word of God. Yes, we yes, command Lord. it to break off the people of yes. God now. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Somebody, listen, man, just do this in the spirit. Just, just get the glasses and put them on. And just put them on. And just say, God, allow me to see things the way you want me to see them from this day on. Allow me to see things the way they truly are. Allow me, God. Put, put on the kind of glasses that see the lie, that see past the lie, that see the truth. Just, 
Just put them on you right now as you pray, as you pray. And then just huddle up together, man. Agree with somebody before you leave this altar, before you leave this place. The prayer team can come up and, and just be around these people. But if nobody's around you, just agree. If you're up here with your husband or your wife, just agree with them. If you're up here with your friend, just agree with them and say, man, I'm going to start seeing things the way God wants me to see things. I'm not going to keep seeing things through my hurt and through my abuse and through the lies. Because the lie has been exposed. And Father, we just receive your truth. So just receive that. Agree together. As we go into worship, man, and just let's just worship low so that they can pray and they can agree. the Sanctuary Fellowship. We are a new and growing church with a passion and a heart towards enjoying God, serving people, and building healthy families. We pray that you will continue to fellowship and grow with us as we follow hard after God. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org. God bless.